are not recording this in prime time. There has been alcohol consumed, and there is a level of sleep deprivation. Thank you for asking. I was definitely drinking during this conversation. Wait, we're giving a show to who? I wish someone had consulted me first. I specifically said that this was going to be a really bad idea. I might be producing this, but I think it's a terrible idea. Wait a second, why am I here? I can't read. I'm biased towards this not being a thing. And welcome to the show that I hope my boss never finds. Uh, guys, we're back. It's my second episode of Dan Revere's Bias. Super fun. Uh, I had a great time recording the last episode, and I'm super excited to get into this next episode uh right away right off the top rob manfred you a bitch seriously fuck off uh, i would like to point out that yes i know the lockout ended before my first episode got released but i still uh we sent a pre uh pre-released ep- copy of the episode to rob manfred and i would like to say that i think that that scared him into ending the lockout early. Uh, don't fact check that because uh, it might disprove me. Uh, Rob Manfred, you're a bitch. Uh, he got scared before I, my uh, my episode even released. Uh, he knew what I was going to come after. He knew I was coming after him. Uh, with the MLB lockout ending, of course, I'm very excited about that. It's a wonderful thing that needed. It was a long time coming. The league absolutely botched every botched that at every turn. Um, I would have been okay had the lockout gone on a little longer for the player's sake. Now, let's point out, this was a lockout, not a strike. The owners and Rob Manfred locked out the players. The players wanted to play. They were comfortable playing during negotiations. They were comfortable practicing. They would have been fine going into spring training without a CBA. The owners locked them out. That's the difference. It's a lockout, not a strike. The owners did that. The players cut their deals at every turn. They dropped themselves so much. They got so much less than they deserved. But you know what? Fans, the players, they did it for us. They did it for you. They did it for me and every other baseball fan out there. So to the players in the MLB and the MLB Players Association, thank you. We're so excited for baseball. It's been a crazy. It's been nuts since the since that all ended, since the, since the lockout ended and baseball came back. Um off the top of my head, the Twins traded Josh Donaldson, uh, Ben Rortvit, and someone else uh, to the to the New York Yankees for uh, for uh, shit Gary Sanchez and not Glaber Torres, um, Gio Urshela. Um, definitely a downgrade at third base. Don't even kid yourselves. But what that did is it freed about fifty million dollars. If the Twins aren't going out to get uh get Trevor's story right now it's a waste it's a it's a loss on that on that trade you blew it you also need to go out and get a starting pitcher twins have been in talks to get either Sean Manea or Frankie Montez those are two game franchise changing starting pitchers go out and get those two if not three of those guys Frankie Montez Sean Manea Trevor Story one two one one or two of those guys need to be a twin by the end of this week, so as I'm recording this, it's the day before St. Patrick's Day. By March 18th, one of those, at least one of those guys, needs to be a twin. Um, shifting over into football, Kirk Cousins got an extension since I last recorded. Uh, Vikings fans, we should be, we should all be very excited about this. And here's why: number one, by doing the extension, we freed up a bunch of money on the cap, on the salary cap. This was necessary. There are a lot of holes that the Vikings need to fill, and there's just we needed to get this done 
Kirk Cousins is not the best quarterback in the NFC. I don't think I'm pretending. I don't think anyone believes that he is. But to everyone saying that we should have traded Kirk, to everyone saying that he wasn't the guy, that he's not going to be the guy, that he's never going to do anything, who's better? Find me someone better. There's nobody out there. You're not going to find me somebody who's available. There's plenty of quarterbacks who are better, but there's no one that's available. Kirk Cousins is top 10 in almost every category. He is one of the most accurate quarterbacks. He is one of the he is one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz. Believe it or not, that's a statistic that nobody sees and he faces the blitz a lot because our the Vikings offensive line is historically terrible. You also have Justin Jefferson who is phenomenal. Top 5 wide receiver in this league. Probably top 3 at some point in his career. Dalvin Cook is out of his mind good. Adam Thielen is a towards the, is on the back end of his prime. Probably on the back end of his relevancy. Irv Smith Jr. is going to be back next year. You need somebody who's established and understands the NFL, is used to the speed of this game. You can't bring in somebody new right now. You have to have somebody who has relationships with these players. If the defense steps up this year, if you, and they're going out and they're getting defensive guys, Jordan, uh, Jordan Clarkson, not Clarkson, Jordan something from the Arizona Cardinals has already signed. Middle linebacker. He's going to shore up the run game, the run defense. Harrison Phillips, former Bills defensive tackle. He's all he's already signed. He's going to help with the run defense. Go out and get a couple corners. Get another playmaker on offense. Get somebody who's going to pick off the ball and put pressure on wide receivers and quarterbacks. Daniel Hunter, the the talks right now, it sounds like they're going to be able to resign him. I'm not saying we're going to win the division. But I think the Vikings, if they do this right, could win up to 11 games this year. They're easily a wild card team, and I really think they could make a push in the playoffs. Up to 11 games. I'm telling you that right now. That's the potential. If things go the way, there's a lot of variables in there. There's a ton of things that you have to consider. Uh, again, I can't do this with people in the fucking studio with me because they keep talking and lipping and making signs behind my back and while I'm around and it throws me off. However, the worst contract in tw- in the t- in this decade guaranteed has been signed. The worst. I absolutely guarantee it. Von Miller has signed with the Buffalo Bills. Now, at face level, that's great. The Buffalo Bills are one of those teams that are kind of there. They just need a couple more veterans to kind of get put that young team over the edge. However, Von Miller is 32 years old. As a pass rusher, that's ancient. Yes, he's still performing, but he's injury prone. He's old. He's getting tired. He's not going to last much longer. So why in the fuck do you sign Von Miller to six years, $120 million? Ian Rappaport reported that first. So if Ian Rappaport is wrong, then he can suck a dick. But holy shit, are you kidding me? Von Miller for six years, 120 million? Chris Godwin re-signed today. He only got three years, and he's 29 years old as a wide receiver. You have a much longer career ahead of you as a 29-year-old wide receiver, especially when you're performing at a high level. Pass rushers do not have a long life. Von Miller, NFL, I mean, I knew he signed with the Bills. I knew that that was a thing. Six years, $120 million, that is fucking ridiculous. You are kidding me. Buffalo, you've been doing everything right. Honestly, you went out and got your guy at quarterback. Phenomenal find. You went out and got Stefan Diggs. Great pickup. Great trade. It was exactly what you needed to do. 
built that defense from the ground up, found a great head coach. What the fuck is this contract? This is actually the most insane thing. Um, The other big news that I'm kind of trying to blow past because I really don't care about the first half of the season. Russell Wilson is a Bronco. He has been officially traded to the Broncos. They had his press conference and out introducing him to the Broncos fandom today. Um, as if they don't know who Russell Wilson is, see Super Bowl 48. Um, Carson Wentz went to the Spooner's just showing me Twitter updates now, uh, reminding me of people that I've missed. Russell Wilson is in Denver, and yeah, everyone's super excited. Oh, here comes the Broncos Super Bowl. You don't, you don't fire your entire coaching staff if you're just a quarterback away. That's not no competent front office fires a head coach because you need a quarterback. You need a culture change, and that mean that comes down to more than just the coach. There's no way that I think that the Denver Broncos are a Super Bowl team. Don't fucking come at me. It's just not happening. Um, Russell Wilson, I'm super excited he's gonna, he's in Denver. Um, Broncos fans, enjoy the first half of the season. It's going to be great for you. You're going to win eight games right off the bat. Um, but as Russell Wilson has shown us in recent years, the end is just going to be shit. Don't get your hopes up. I'm not optimistic. A lot of guys have been getting cut and moved around. Make sure you're following, keeping up with all of the all of the moves. Uh, the Eagles and linebacker Hassan Reddick, I'm just finding now, have uh, agreed to terms. Uh, Gracie, I have bad news for you. I have no fucking clue who Hassan Reddick is. I don't think you should be excited about that. Um, the Eagles are dog shit anyway. Don't even kid me. Don't at me. Uh, th- third in the third in the division at best. Um, and that's I, I am saying, in fact, that they will be worse than the Washington Commanders this year. Uh, by the way, what a fucking Little League football bullshit name. The fucking Commanders? You spent two years as the Washington football team to come up with the goddamn Commanders? What the fuck? What came up? What, what came in second? The fucking Power Rangers? You fucking suck, Dan Snyder. You and Rob Manfred are just sitting at the fucking teeny weeny club talking about how awful each other are. Fucking com- commanders, fucking commies, fuck you. The fu- the fucking red, the commies, it's just, it's all there. Just fucking A. I am so, I'm so pissed off. All the finalist names, the Red Wolves, that would have been badass. The, uh, the Spooner, help me out. What's that squadron that they were going to name it after? The what? The Red Wings. The Red Wings would have been sick. I can see, like, like you have flyovers every every week because you're the Red Wings, and it's it's like old planes. Like, there's so much potential there. You're in the heart of our nation. You're in Washington D.C. You're at the center of everything. There's so many. You could have been the fucking Senators, and it would have been better. But you went with the fucking Commanders. What a dog shit choice. I'm very biased against that team name. Um, Carson once got traded there. He's supposed to be the new face of the commanders. That poor guy, he's going to be back in North Dakota running for governor in a year and a half. Um, God bless the United States of America and God bless you beautiful people for listening to this absolute dong show of an, of a podcast. What the fuck are you listening to me for? Again, don't show this episode. Don't, don't show this show to either my mom or my boss. Uh, it will get me either fired or disowned. You decide who does what. Oofta!